I always have a passion for or speaking. I mean, engagements. you were already on your way. You were with the Tony Robbins thing. Like you could have no, turned no, that man. into a whole thing. Well, yeah, because had you not been committing crimes. Well, yeah. But I, had I, you not been committing crimes, you would have never met Tony Robbins either. It's a, it's a big circle. Yeah, it is scary. It's yeah. scary. It is. It is. That opened up a doorway that I would have never imagined exists. Hey, this is Matt Cox, and I'm here with Zach. Yes, sir. And we're going to be answering, what do you call it, viewer questions? Viewer, we're going to be answering viewer questions uh, that peop, that obviously viewers have left for Zach and I. So go ahead. What I think most of these questions are for you. I don't think so. I, I, I some do. of them say Zach. I know some of them say Zach. Yeah, one or two of them. I mean, well, you know, but you I mean, bring I'm, me in. You bring me in to answer two questions. I'm answering the two questions and I'm leaving. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're going to do another video. All right. All right. So question number one, it says, how does a regular person stay away from being scammed? I mean, who picked that one? Did you pick that one? Yeah, I, well, I picked it. What? <laughs> how does it? What do you mean? If it's too good to be true, it's not true. I mean, it's like. No, every, you're, you're thinking, okay. So I'm their their question probably is how do they avoid being a victim, not being scam. Well, I don't know. Yeah, how do maybe you- it is like like scam. Like, hey, if you give me fifty dollars, you know, like there was a thing yeah. going around where they had this group where you had to get like thirteen people to give fifty dollars, and if you got thirteen people, and each of those thirteen people got thirteen people, then you'd end up getting like two or three a thousand dollars at the end of the week. Once it, it was just. Like a pyramid scam going on. Right. Is that what you're saying? Like, that sounds too good no, to be true. I mean, true. it could be anything. Like, most of the people, like the, the loan officers and lawyers and stuff, that I, where I would walk in and give them my documents and give them this and just go, go through the motions, a lot of them said, man, I felt like something was wrong. Like, I, like you know, like, remember the, the lawyer that recognized me? We were doing the closing. He had seen my picture. Right. His, my wanted poster was in the back room. He saw my picture. He came, sat down, started disclosing, and I started to sign, or I, I wasn't signing, but he just started disclosing. He, goes, he looked at me and goes, huh. He goes, can you hold on a second? Sure. Got up, walked back, looked at the poster, but it said like that I was wanted out of like Atlanta, Georgia or something. And he said, and he said, looked at the application. It said that I had just come here from Florida. And he looked at it and he went, and it said that I'd worked for this company for five years. And he goes, oh, can't be the same guy. Like, for some reason, that made sense to him. Even though it said identity theft, you know, wire fraud, bank fraud, like, you know, passport fraud, like all these different things. He's like, yeah, yeah must be. Yeah. Walked back, disclosed, and I walked out with a check for like $150,000 or something. Nice. So what I'm saying is afterwards, when the Secret Service showed up to talk to him, he said, man, I felt like something was wrong. I just... And a lot of times these guys, when they get scammed and they're being told, hey, send, you know, the IRS called them and said, you owe $1,500 if you don't pay us right now. You know, right. like they make them go to Walmart and get a Walmart card and put money here and, and wire us money here. And, th- and it's like that amazes me that that works, that that works. And then so what's funny is those people were like, I felt like something was wrong. Like your intuition told you something was wrong. There's nothing wrong with 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 checking. Right. Like what's why didn't you check? You know, I don't know. He said not to hire, not to hang up the phone. Yes. He, and and they, they're going to stay on the phone with you while you go to Walmart. Right. And you're going to pay their company. It's like, right. basically, if you didn't pay, you get arrested. I don't understand why you felt so much pressure. 
Like, I'm going to do it. Yeah, but if you don't do it, you're going to get arrested. So I'm going to stay on the phone with you. Like, why do you care if I do it or not? Right. Yeah, it doesn't. The thing is, is like a lot of times it's intuition. A lot of times if it's too good to be true, right, like it's an investment opportunity. Like, I'm sorry, there's just very few. Like, first of all, if it's an investment opportunity where, hey, I can make 300% on my on my investment, great. Well, you, you have to understand if you can make 300% on your investment, you also have to understand that there's about a 95% chance that you'll just lose your whole investment. And that's a legitimate investment where if I'm investing in, let's say, a startup, I'm going to give you $50,000. Well, right. only, you know, like one in 10, more like one in 20 <laughs> startups actually pay off. Right. So... You've got like a 90 to 95% chance you're going to lose your entire investment. So, you know, but if I hit, I'll hit big. Great. Well, it's the same thing with this scam sounded too good to be true and you lost your investment. You know, well, it's too good to be true. Right. But okay. So think of Bernie Madoff. So that was, see, that's a good scam because (laughs) he didn't pay outrageous returns. He paid slightly more than the, the, than the norm, than what the NASDAQ. So they come along later and say that, like, how was he getting more than what everybody else was getting? Right. But it wasn't outrageously more. It was like eight to 12 percent. Right. And the market but it was, was more. Big. It was more. But people, you know, I don't know. You know, another thing, another big thing is there was a guy named Andrew Levinson who used to tell me that people were more. His big thing was the whole urgency thing. And, and one of the things he did was he would break up a uh, – he did business opportunity scams. And he would break up a city into like eight different sections. And he'd say, okay, well – and the guy would say like, yeah, yeah, I do I'm, – I'm interested. I'm not sure. I'd like to be in Tampa. And he'd go, okay, well, Tampa's eight. We have di- eight different – uh, eight different divisions in Tampa or sections. Right. Three of those are already sold. I know that we have one of, of them that we just sent out the contract. I don't know if that guy's signed it yet. Um, so let me, okay. So what area first, what area are you interested in? So right now the guy's like, there's eight areas, four basically gone. Right. There's four <laughs> left. Like, well, I want to be in this area, right? Oh, no, 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 that one's gone. That one's gone. Okay. That's one of the ones that went, uh, three, uh, on Monday. So, okay. So wait, well, what about, we got this area there. So you're already thinking I'm going to lose out on this opportunity. People are more concerned about losing out on an opportunity than they are at risking their money. So, yeah. With the uh, somebody else is coming to look at the car type of. Right. Yeah. It's like, okay. I had a guy come in today and look at it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah like, know? oh, okay, gosh, I better get this one. Because they didn't make 30,000 Ford Chevy, you know, Ford F-150s last year. You know, like, okay, well, well I'll never they, find another one. Yeah, dude, you'll never get a deal like this one is your problem. Yeah. Look, look oh, leave, stop. leave, and you'll, you're going to miss out. Right. So you're saying if, if it sounds too good to be true. It's, it's not true. It, it's, it's not true. Right. So just take a moment and verify. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with, like, trust but verify, right? Yeah. Ronald Reagan. So. Yeah, Ronald, that's right. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that. That's true. And if some guy's like, oh, if you leave the lot, if you, stop it, stop. You know it's a scam. Now I know you're full of shit. True. If I leave the scam, there's a good chance you call me up tomorrow and give me a better deal. <laughs> if I leave, if I leave the, if I, if leave, I leave the car lot, yeah, it's yeah, a better chance you call me. To, hey, it. I talked to my manager. <laughs> Did you? Yeah, he's willing to knock an extra three hundred fifty dollars. Well, what about the people that were showing up? Yeah. They never showed up. But yeah. okay. I need you to show back up. Right. Stop. <laughs> Come on, man. Stop. You know. All right. That, easy enough. All right. So this one said, "Let's talk." They want you to talk more about your crazy tenants and and crazy ex wife stories. Who picked this? Like, I can't do a whole crazy tenant. Did you, Colby, I can't do. Did you pick that? 
Listen, these are these are questions. I tell I you, mean, they weren't cra- mostly about my me. crazy ex-wife. First of all, just saying the word crazy ex-wife on here. I just got a phone call. You understand? She can never see this video now. So I, I usually will get the video and I'll share it and send it to like maybe 10 or 20 people that I know. And she's one of them. Right. I can't send this video now. And I'll never remember listen, that this was in listen, the video. Yes. Listen, trust me I when I tell you. She watches them anyway. Okay, good. Trust me when I tell you I understand. So you oh, have I know to be, you do. <laughs> so you, you have to be extremely careful. You don't want to upset. We don't want to upset the exes. No, no. Like... <laughs> Yeah, God, I feel so bad for her husband. That dude's doing some hard time. Yes, he is. He's yes, doing he is. some time. So no tenant? What about the tenants? You, you, no tenant story. Is that what you're saying? You're I mean, denying I, the questioner? Well, I mean, I, I think I've told, like, I've got a, she's got a bunch of them. I ought to have her. She'd never do it, though. Like, she or could just tell give you, you. tell you the stories and you, re, you relay them. Yeah, I could and do we that. we could dress them up. All right, well, I'll, yeah. think, I'll think about that. We'll do another video. What's, okay, what's all right, going on? All right, next one. Hey, by the way, just want to let you guys know if you're interested in supporting me and supporting the channel and you like artwork because I do have a degree in fine arts, I'm selling all of these paintings. They are modified screen prints and they go for $285 and I will ship any one of them to you within the continental United States for the price of $285. My email will be in the description. So just shoot me an email and I will ship you off a painting and I really appreciate it. So back to the video. So I know you guys said when you were, when you get imprisoned, you, wait, okay. Yeah, I know so, some of these guys, bro. <laughs> it's like, you know, come on. So they're saying that we had money taken away. So they said, what if we launder the money and make legitimate investments? Can they, can they track that? Um, it, depending on how it's laundered and how legitimate and how long you've had the legitimate investments is whether they can, can track it or not. Uh, like the Domino's. <laughs> Like they did not seize the the franchise that I had, so right. But then it it wasn't in my name, so I don't know if that be, was the issue. I don't. I, it really it, depends on the U.S. attorney. Yeah, it if does. he really wants to be a jerk, he can try and grab every single thing. Well, see, sometimes complexity. You, you, like I, I I was saying, they they're looking from the outside in, so when they only see certain things. And they don't understand like everything that's going on. So I don't think that he saw that because if he if he would have, I think he would have pursued it. So the fact that because, you know, I got grabbed on something I did in Tampa. Right. I didn't get grabbed on anything I did anywhere else. Right. And the information that they received told them speckles of things that we done. They had no idea the scope of what was going on on a daily basis. Right. You know what I'm saying? So by not knowing that they're looking through a hole about this big when like on the other side of that hole, they'd be like, they'd have got through it. They'd be like, Holy shit. Jesus, dude. (laughs) We'd be having this conversation right now over the phone. Yes, we would. (laughs) So it it just depends on the the scope. And just like you were saying about someone where 1% of what they were doing is, is was fraud. And they took the hundred percent. So that, that happens to drug dealers if they pull up in a new car and do a transaction or, you know, if they talk to you on the phone in the car, like if they can associate their vehicle, they want to take it. It's like, they want to take everything. I mean, mean, look, the, the, the bottom line is like, if you have, so if you have like a a job where you make 50,000 a year and then you make another 200,000 fraudulently, let's say like if they grab you and you say, whoa, whoa, whoa. And they say, we're taking the 250. 
you go, whoa, 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 50,000 of that's legitimate. And I can prove that's legitimate because of this and this and this. And I took that money and, and then they say, well, what about you bought these three houses? Yes, but I used that $50,000 and I, so you can. They're not going to let that happen. Well, it does happen. It does it happen. Does, but if, they, if you they, plead they, guilty and, and you argue with them, they, they will say to a certain extent, like, okay, well, you're right. You can legitimately show where you made this money. So right. we're not going to, we're going to let that go. Like, but once again, like you said, it, like I said, it's the U.S. attorney. Listen, okay, so. But the U.S. attorney might just be like, I, I don't I, care about any of that. I, I agree with you. But the, did, okay, forfeiture, the forfeiture laws, and especially under President Obama, got to be so generous yeah. that it's it, like it went from, and, and, and I saw this statistic. I'm trying to remember where I saw it because I'd like to cite the, the place. And if I can, I hope you put a link. But the statistics of what they the U.S. attorneys gathered in forfeiture like in 2000, 2010 and 2020 is like in 2000, it was like maybe like 600 million. And in 2010, it was like seven point eight billion. Right. And in 2020, it was like forty three billion dollars. Yeah, it becomes and, profitable to, yes, to go after. So somehow profit. there's kickbacks somewhere. There's no reason for them to seize so many assets. Do you know now, even if you're under investigation or accused, they can seize an asset and you really, they don't have to give it back? It's, un, it's unbelievable. Listen, the, the forfeiture laws now, they want everything. If they can, if you do something in your house, if I call you from my house phone, they're like, well, we want your house. You made, you made the criminal call to Matt well, I understand your house it's that liberal, but it doesn't necessarily mean that they're doing going to do that every time. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm saying in in general, um, if you can prove I made this is legitimate money, I bought this asset with that money. You can see the money went in the bank. You can see that like there's certain things they'll say. Okay, well, the, well, we can't grab that. It's legitimate. Like you legitimately made the money to grab it. They they act like it's un. Well, I'm not saying they don't. I'm okay. saying that most of the U.S. attorneys. Are, are not going to go out of their way. Like you can argue, in front, you can go in front of the judge and argue your honor this. And then if the judge well, is going to be like, okay, well I do, look, he did make that legitimate. What are you doing? Like what I'm saying is most time when you plead guilty, you're so desperate to get a decent sentence. You're ready to sign over everything. Yes. Because you're thinking it will help you with your sentence. But the truth is it doesn't really help you. Like most of the time, if you sit there and say, I'm not giving you this, I'm not giving that, I'm not this, I'll plead guilty, but I'm not doing this. I'm not, you know, a lot of times you can argue and because giving them all that stuff typically doesn't help you anyway. Right. So the, the other thing I want, want to say is, look, if you take fraudulent money and buy and turn it into a legitimate business, they can go after that business. Right. Correct. Okay. But a lot of times. They won't. They may not necessarily go after it because it requires a lot on there. If they're not getting help and getting you to sign it over, typically they they may not go after it. They may or may not. Okay, you're going to say we have difference of of opinion. Yes, we do because you're citing the letter of the law, and they. <laughs> I understand, but a lot of times they'll skate the the letter or the skirt skate. I don't know. Whatever they'll get around the letter of the law just by saying do this. You're going to plead guilty, but to plead guilty, you have to do this. So you, oh, okay. The truth is the law says they can't do that, but you just agreed to do it because you wanted to get, you wanted to plead guilty and get a decent, you thought you were going to get a decent sentence and you thought it was going to help you. So we have a difference of opinion on that. Yes, we do. So I think regardless, they can take your business if it's, you use fraudulent proceeds to do it with. They can take it. And they can. Will they? 
You yeah. say they will every I, they time. They will. They will. I think they, that they will say it's. Um, I, I want to think of the term that they use when they think it's so inter. Intricate, intricate. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get Intric- it. In, interwoven. Yeah, inter. It's something in. Oh, interwoven that they can't separate out the legal funds from the illegal funds, and they're gonna take it. Or if you had any activity in whatever vehicle or whatever, they, 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 their, their goal is take, 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 take. Right. You know that that's the first thing we can seize whatever property you have. You okay. know. All right. So, so anyway, I don't think I, I got answer. spared. I, think- I got spared that like unbelievably. Well, I don't think we answered that question at all. All right, good for us. All right. Given all the time and effort, cleverness you guys dedicated to make fraud an an art form, in retrospect, what could you have applied all those skills to do legally? Come on. Why why, why? Why do people do this? Are you (laughs) trying to make me feel bad? These are our viewers. First of all, I actually am doing something what I, I you know what I should have been doing I should have been painting and writing the whole time but I really didn't really work on my writing skills till I went to prison so really I had the time to, to well, hone you that you craft. weren't passionate about what, passionate. what were you out passionate about over like oh my god dude that's brilliant you're what, like prior it, to prison yeah like what would you have found brilliant prior to prison to write about a love story I mean I don't I, I liked I liked crime movies and stuff before I went to prison. You know, I did. So I even wrote a book called I don't the think As- Logan's Run is crime. But I wrote the Associate. I wrote a story called The Associates when I was before prison. Show to John Grisham. But go ahead. <laughs> I wrote it before him. Oh, okay. And it's a Sorry. different story. <laughs> All right. So, I mean, I would say uh, um I don't know. I would say fucking I would say art or 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 an art story? No, art, I mean, art, just writing, the same thing I'm doing now, only the difference is then I wanted, I was trying to make money, and making money was more important than following what I was passionate about. And now I, I write, wrote when I was in prison, and I, I, I you know, and I, and I paint. For example, I painted all of these paintings, and they're all for sale. That's what we got to do. We got to do a little commercial. We'll have to do a commercial and just embed it. You know, that way I don't have to do that. Like you just, it'll just show up and it'll be different. So, yeah. So anyway, there'll be a link. There'll be a link in the description where you can contact me uh, if you want to, if you want to buy a painting. They're, they're going for like two eighty five, and I ship them to you. That's a wow. deal. Is, is the shipping included? Shipping is included if you're in the continental United States. And if you're not in the continental? Well, then you have to pay extra. Oh, okay. I mean, I, like if you're in, if you're in Australia and it's going to cost $110 to ship it to you, I'm not paying that. Okay. Fair enough. <sighs> All right. Ho- what, hopefully the, they won't get that in the. Um, yeah, I mean, th- th- what could we have legally done? Like, I don't know. I could have probably stuck with real estate and just kept. If I if I'd been patient, if I'd just been patient and stuck with real estate, I probably would have done well in real estate and then lost everything during the two thousand eight cra- uh, crisis. You know, crash, whatever yeah, crisis. Cool. Is it the, what do they call it? The two thousand eight crisis. Crisis. Yeah. So I probably um, I would think, have lost everything then anyway. So I, what does it matter? I think I could have like warmed my way back into maybe training or teaching. Yeah. I have, I always have a passion for, or speaking. Well, I mean, you were already on your way. You were with the Tony Robbins thing. Like you could have oh, turned no, that man. into a whole thing. Well, yeah. Because. Had you not been committing crimes. Well, yeah. But I, had I, you not been committing crimes, you would have never met Tony Robbins either. It's a, it's a big circle. Yeah, it is scary. It's yeah. scary. It is. It is. That opened up a doorway that I would have never imagined exists. All right, talk about Bandman Kivo, Money Man, and Rich Wayne. You picked these, right? Did, did, Colby, did you They're pick? They're all of them. We just said we're going to okay, well, I mean, I mean, 
like what we what that is that's basically saying we should do a a, a reaction video to those so we we will at some point we'll watch one of those a couple of the people that i talked to that were in with us and out like my my friend they watch those videos like man this guy is yeah, yeah, i mean he's, he's telling you how to make it man right. and you like he's speaking my language like so they're giving dreams right. to thugs right <laughs> well it's like when i taught the real estate class and every guy that left the real estate class thought they were going to go out and start flipping houses and make millions yes and it's like i get them hyped up and everything and, and and if they had a little bit of experience and they maybe they could do it but you can't and first of all a lot of the stuff that he says is you know accurate it's inaccurate because a lot of it, it's basically like you have to lie on the application. You have to like, he doesn't tell you that when they ask you like your job, you have to basically say you've been on the job five years or three years or two years. You have to say you make like $85,000 a year. Like you can't sit there and say, you know, you've been on the job, what, uh, you know, oh, unemployed. You can't, you know, you can't be honest about it or you can't say, you know. Street pharmacist? Yeah, exactly. Drug deal. Like you can't say, <laughs> you're already f- committing fraud while you're filling out the application. And then the whole where they talk about putting the money in the bank and then borrowing against the money and then taking that money and putting it in another bank. And, you know, doing this over and over. They, they, start, they have all these little tactics. But every time that you go to do certain things, you're constantly kind of lying about this. And they, not that they don't work. People, they do work. I understand they work. Right. But you're also committing fraud on a lot of them. Not all of them, but a lot of them you're kind of committing fraud. And it takes time. Yeah. Let's say you do it all legitimately. You really have a job. You really put all the correct information down and you really do. It takes time. And I always love it. Like they'll build up to where you can borrow like 200,000 or 300,000. It's like, but what are you going to do with that money? Like you're excited because you borrowed $300,000 from like three different banks or, or a hundred thousand from three different banks. You got 300,000. What are you going to do with the money? Like basically what he's saying is like, there, there'll be different. Some of these guys will be like, yeah, yeah. Now you got the money. You can do whatever you want with the money. No, you have to repay the money. Like basically you're setting them up for foreclosure. Yes. I mean, I'm sorry, for, for, for um, bankruptcy or collections. And that's fine. But if you go into that scenario with that in mind, you're committing fraud. Yes. You say, well, I'm going to get the money. I'm never going to make a payment. Well, that's fraud. I'm not saying you'll get, you'll get um, prosecuted. You may not get prosecuted. You right. may or may not. But the truth is a lot of these little schemes are just fraudulent. Right. He, he, I listened to one of his videos where he was talking about putting down like – five percent down on the house and then which is essentially like that's an owner occupied property you you're not gonna you have to put 20 percent down on an investment property five percent down on owner occupied so and then he says so once you get that house you go get another house and you put five percent down on that one then you go get whoa, 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 whoa. how many owner occupied properties are you gonna tell these people to do you're saying they're moving in the house putting down five percent for an owner occupied loan but you're telling them not to even move into the house Right. <laughs> or move in the house for a month and then leave. He doesn't even say that. But move in the house and then leave. It's like, okay, whoa, 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 whoa. If they don't move in the house and didn't have intentions and they got an owner-occupied property, which means that they told the bank I'm going to move in this house and they never did and never t- intended to, you just committed what's called owner-occupancy fraud. And then you went and bought another one and told the next bank the same thing. You just committed owner-occupancy fraud again because they're talking about renting out the houses. Like your whole – like I listened to him and another guy talk through this whole scheme about ending up with like – $2 million worth of real estate, and you're like, you just told these people how to commit $2 million worth of fraud. That's but a little he, bit of time. Yeah, that's a little bit, yeah. <laughs> but they put that out there, and all these guys are like, yeah, man, yeah, that's the shit. He it's put the on, it's on the game. But they're living off the hype. Right. 
Well, first of all, they're never going to do it because to qualify for those mortgages, yeah, it never mentions you have to have a job, you have to have the money in the bank for 90 days, you have to have good credit. Like they never mention all that stuff. Well, listen, to be fair to them, neither did you in your real estate class. So <laughs> that's, a, that's a blatant lie. My, my real estate class is good. Yes, it was. It was solid. Hey, but, but it, it, <laughs> Let's go to the next one. I don't even believe anything you say. I feel like one of your victims. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Those guys.